Hello, and welcome to Humanities Matter, brought to you by Brill. I am Emily Tampkin, and this week we will be looking at key issues in the field of humanities. I'm speaking today with Lisa Flower of Lund University about her article, Emotional Defense Lawyers, which you can find in the journal Emotions, History, Culture, Society. Lisa, thank you so much for, for being with me today. Thank you for having me. Reading through the paper, I mean, it, it just, it's such a fascinating topic. And I was wondering if you could just speak, before we get into what it says, if you could speak a bit about how you decided to look at the subject. Um, the original idea came partly from, there's a growing research field of law and emotion, which is trying to kind of uncover the invisible emotions that quite often are tried to, um, we try to make them visible within law because we don't want to think of law as being an emotional place. It should be based on uh, rationality. So this is a growing research field and there's been quite a lot of research done uh, looking at judges and their emotions and emotion management, but very little, um, particularly in Sweden, nothing at all. In fact, looking at defense lawyers, uh, emotion management um, and their emotions. So specifically looking at defense lawyers was appealing to me mm -hmm. uh, because they really hadn't had any sociological attention really. Um, and also because they get quite a lot of, of suspicion really. There's quite a lot of jokes about defense lawyers and people kind of suspect what they do as being a kind of dirty work as we also talk about in, uh, in sociology. So I, I think they made a really interesting um, uh, category to kind of look closer at. Hmm. And, and looking at the, the scope of a defense lawyer's work, how much of a defense lawyer's job would you say is, is quote unquote emotional? Or, or do you feel that that's the wrong question and you kind of can't separate the emotional work out from the rest of the work? Yeah, you absolutely can't separate it out because the emotions are always, always there. So they are always working. Um, with their emotions, whether it is looking at evidence which could make their stomach churn, which they find quite disgusting, but they need to be able to look at it in a way that where they're just looking to find the evidence. Um, but this also requires them to engage in their emotions. So when they're sitting by themselves looking through evidence, when they're in the courtroom, when they're meeting with clients, in all of these situations, their emotions are, are always something that they need to be actively working with. So how did you how did you sort of um, how did you sort of about sort of go about I guess to ask the question another way how did you go about assessing the emotional component to everything that defense lawyers do? Um, do you mean like my method? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I did some I did interviews with defense lawyers where I talked to them um, about about their role about their work. Um, and, and it's also something that you find that if you ask them head on about emotions, then they're kind of difficult to get to, but mm -hmm. you can kind of find different ways and get them talking about uh, things like make, making a mistake or being irritated with a client or this kind of thing. Um, but they are very much schooled in, in um, learning to not really talk or reflect about emotions. And this is also something that I've written about, about uh, how law students learn about emotions on a, on a law program. Um, so I did interviews with lawyers and I also did um, observations of criminal trials in, uh, in Sweden at district court level. Um, so observing them in the courtroom and then 
interviewing uh, and asking questions also about what I had observed in the courts. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, before I let you go, one thing that I thought about while reading through your paper and actually that I thought about earlier in our conversation when you spoke about how defense lawyers are kind of, how there's suspicion toward them. I was mm. thinking about how in the United States right now in progressive circles, there's a lot of skepticism toward prosecutors um, and toward, you know, sort of the criminal justice system more generally and anybody who works to uphold it. And obviously your article is focused on Sweden. Um, right. I was wondering if you, as you were writing about it, if or after, if you thought about whether what you found would vary from country to country, right? Like, do you think that this piece would look very different if you focused on the United States? Or do you think that there are certain consistencies uh, in the emotional work of defense lawyers from country to country? Hmm. I did, I've actually um, just recently published a book where I, where I also compared the England and the US and the mm -hmm. Swedish systems. And there are similarities in that in each country, then you do have these emotion rules um, to follow as, as, a, as a defense lawyer. And there might be uh, similarities in the way you're allowed to feel in the different countries, but the way that you can display it might differ uh, mm. in the different countries. So in my study here, I found that um, quite often defense lawyers in, in Sweden try and distance themselves away from a very aggressive style of lawyering, um, which uh, Jennifer Pierce, who did a study in the mid nineties in the, in the US, um, she described as Rambo litigators, that they were very, very aggressive. Um, but I found that in my study, uh, I actually found that they were more, that the Swedish lawyers are more of a Rambo Bambi style because they oh. hide the aggressiveness behind a softer, um, more attuned and more in line with the emotion rules of the courtroom. Um, which is more like Bambi, uh, mm -hmm. but they can still be very aggressive, but the display rules of how you are allowed to display emotions in the Swedish courtroom are different to uh, the American rules. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I have been speaking with Lisa Flower of Lund University about her article, Emotional Defense Lawyers, which you can find in the journal Emotions, History, Culture, Society. Lisa, thank you so much for this discussion today. Thank you very much. You can now find the Humanities Matter podcast by Brill on Spotify, Apple, or Google.